Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. We are here to help in any way we can. And we thought we'd share some uh, tips. If you're dating, looking for love, we've been told we've already found it. I'm reminded every day. So This is it. I'm not out there looking for it anymore. Um, but some stuff here for you. Uh, if you've uh, experienced a, a bad breakup, one of the things you should do after that breakup is to make sure you change all your passwords. About a third of us think we could still log into an ex's Facebook account, Netflix, their work email, Twitter, Spotify or music apps, PayPal, Google accounts, their personal email, their bank account, their TikTok, all wow. of the things you're on, you should change the password so they can't go in and get in and yeah, mess you sure. up. There's, there's so many passwords that we have these days that you like, yeah. it, it'd be, it'd be tough to remember which ones to even change or what they could be accessed. You know, I, um, I don't know the password into any of Maria's stuff. I mean, our accounts right. are combined, our bank accounts, yeah. and our visas are combined. But I was, I don't know how to get into her computer, her phone, right? Face, I don't, I know nothing. Yeah, you probably figure a couple of them out. You would think. No, I no? think she's pretty good at coming up with <laughs> crazy ones. I mean, I'm still the guy that uses birth dates, you know. Just, I would use your name in a four-letter word. <laughs> Love? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Try that one first. Uh, we've heard of red flags in relationships. This is when, you know, something about somebody is not right, little off. Well, now there's more uh, subtle things. The uh, pink flags. Okay. Um, these not, aren't necessarily deal breakers, but things that you kind of want to keep an eye out for. Um, some examples are changes in behavior, like maybe they're not as affectionate as they used to be. Well, that's just called a relationship. <laughs> we were we were trying to get laid early on. <laughs> that's just life rolling on. You're not cuddling with me all the time. You're raising a pink flag. Now, this could be a pink flag. This seems odd. The other person never has an opinion on things, like where to order food. Yeah, well, that that's me. Right. Like, like, okay, ordering food may be not the perfect example for me, but just in general, like home decor or landscaping, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> if you want that pink, fluffy couch, wouldn't be my first pick. Right. But I don't care. Yeah. In the end, it's not a deal breaker. I don't, yeah. I, I really don't want to have, and we have had, and I'm sure many relationships are this way. The amount of time that we have stood in some sort of store looking at drapery or blinds right. or paint samples. Yes. Just oh. pick one. <laughs> the paint's tough. Oh. <laughs> like, I've questioned at times whether I'm colorblind. <laughs> right. <laughs> Based on trying to pick paint yeah. samples. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> Blue? <laughs> no, it's yellow. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's, it's like that. Remember that dress that, that was like... Like a crazy viral right. picture at one point. Right that, yeah, yeah like, like apparently every time we go to pick paint, it's like that all over again. <laughs> do you ever get the question, well, why do you like it? 
Right. So, like, we would go, say, look at a couch again. And I'd go, hey, that one's pretty cool. The answer is because you seem to like it. Or or, or (laughs) even if I like something she doesn't like, then I I don't know. I just like it. It just seems nice. You know what's fun is when you really don't care and you say, well, go ahead. I really don't care. And then you get in trouble for not caring enough. That's right. But, yeah, and, and, and I understand, especially if you don't have a lot of space to deal with, you want to make sure if you're buying furniture, it's not going to overpower the room and all of those things. Right. But she'll be like, well, why do you like, do you think it would fit? Do you think it makes sense with this, that, or the other? I don't, can I lie down on it? Can I bury my face in it and scream? I just want to make sure it's comfortable for when I'm sleeping on it later today. (laughs) Another um, pink flag in a relationship could be mismatched love languages. Like one of you shows your love through physical touch. The act, the other does it with acts of service, like making coffee in the morning. Oh man. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I'll tell you this. I would get in an argument over the pink flag thing. Mm. Because being a sports person, mm-hmm. before a red flag <laughs> comes a yellow flag. <laughs> is that, are we changing this now? It, it, like, why isn't it a yellow flag in a relationship? That it's, it's not a deal breaker, mm-hmm. but it's a warning. That's what the yellow card and the yellow flag do. Warnings. And you know, I think that you, uh, over time, if you fall in love with someone and you're with them for long enough, you, you realize that Yes, you might be huggy, touchy, feely, and they might show their love by making you dinner. Right. You know, and you just, you learn that of that person. It's a personality trait. If they're not all huggy, you, we cannot demand of people what we have in ourselves. Well, I'm all huggy. Why can't you be? Force change. Yeah, you can't. Uh, if you're out there looking for love, here's a, a few tips for you. Dating advice. According to stats, people with three to six profile picks on their dating app get almost 93% more matches. Right. Two yeah. makes it seem like you're not trying sick. Over six is overkill. Okay. Yeah. Well, and the one, <laughs> if you're sticking with that one picture from 1994. Sucking in your gut. <laughs> or before you had a gut. This is what I used to look like. Yeah. Don't be lazy with your bio. Detailed bios get more matches, but keep it snappy and positive. Okay. Uh, use your profile to create conversation starters, including pics and details about yourself that might spark conversation. It also, it's about making it easier for the other person to reach out and break the ice. And use video chats to filter potential dates. Real dates are time consuming and exhausting. And of course, with COVID now, a lot of early dating is done over video. Mm. Now, here's a woman you don't want to mess around with. A woman was stood up a while back, and uh, she didn't just complain about it on social media. She sued the guy. What? She's asking for 10 grand in damages. Wow. She claims she suffered emotional, emotional distress because he didn't show, and it was her mother's birthday, and her mother had just died. Well, maybe you should have stayed at home. <laughs> She's also claiming he committed perjury because he lied about his intentions. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's obviously very much an American. Like, thing. I mean, like, listen, if, if someone like flew to see you. Yeah. And there was an expense involved mm-hmm. there, perhaps there's some owing necessary. Yeah, but if you're just meeting at the malt stop. <laughs> oh, I like the malt stop. Uh, you remember those places? So good. They were delicious. I had one in the mall. It was fantastic. Yeah, I used to, when I'd go to the mall when I was a teenager, I'd go and hang out at the mall constantly. Now and, I want a malt. Yeah. And a hot dog. 
I don't know that I ever enjoyed their hot dogs. I remember the and, and well, it's still around, but New York fries and a hot dog. Right. Oh, that's a, that's a good little piece of food court. <laughs> I, I killed a few of those in my day. Netflix, they lose recently like a million subscribers or something. 970,000 subscribers gone this spring. And a, a lot of massive uh, layoffs, uh, different streaming services struggling as we head through massive price increases in everything. And people are looking at their monthly nut and trying to see where they can trim stuff. And streaming service would be one of them. But that doesn't stop them from still paying out huge dough. Will Smith was doing something on Apple TV called Emancipation. $35 million he got paid. Wow. That was that last paycheck he's going to see for a while. Right. Leonardo DiCaprio doing something. Slap called, in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon, also on Apple TV, $30 million. Brad Pitt on Apple TV, something called Formula One, $30 million. Apple's really laying out some dough. Uh-huh. Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds doing something called Spirited, twenty million each. Joaquin Phoenix doing Joker two. Now this is a movie, uh, not just the streaming. Twenty right. million. Yeah. Eddie Murphy's going to be only getting fifteen million for Beverly Hills Cop four. Wow. Production. It's like a million per kid. Basically, yeah. <laughs> He's got what ten? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, something like that. Television paying, uh, you know, like regular kind of. Your HBOs and this type of stuff. Yellowstone, Kevin Costner. Is that a Netflix thing or is that a, I think that's an uh, HBO thing. HBO, yeah. 1.3 million an episode. Per episode. Per episode. Michael Keaton on Dope Sick getting the same. Sylvester Stallone in something called Tulsa King gets that. A million bucks an episode. Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell on The Shrink Next Door. Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso gets a million. Right. Oh, the success. That's probably the most successful Apple TV show, right? So far, yeah. I would think so. Yeah, and, and apparently they said they're going to do one more season, and that's it. And that's it, eh? Yeah. Uh, Miles Teller, one of the uh, stars of Top Gun Maverick. You saw the film. For those of you who saw Top Gun Maverick, what was something that stuck out about actor Miles Teller in that film? Uh... Well, he's very, he was in good shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked a lot like, uh, Goose, who he was oh, played, he? he played his son, right? Okay. Like, he looked a lot like Anthony Edwards and, uh, complete with the mustache. There it is. And the wife made him shave that thing oh, off really? immediately. <laughs> immediately after filming, she said, that has got to go. Oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. He probably made some pretty good dough with that mustache. Yeah. Well, he can grow it back at any time if so. another check's coming in. And I, and I thought when I read that, I thought, I wonder, like, would you change facial hair if Adrian asked you? Like, you've had the goat for a long time. Right. Would you, would you shave it off if she said, I'm tired of it? Uh, I, I, I don't know, I guess. Yeah, like I, like, Maria, try it. Maria's always on to me when I let my, my whiskers grow too much. Yeah. They, you know, they go through that stage where they're, they hurt. Right. Like, if they, you know, she gives you a kiss and they actually, so uh, yeah, well, I mean, and listen, that's when when guys change their especially facial hair appearances, mm. it usually has to do with the prospect 
of getting a little something something. <laughs> oh no, he <laughs> shaved. The fact that you won't get it if you don't. <laughs> he shaved. That means he's going to want something yeah. tonight. <laughs> It's not the only thing I shaved, Ben. <laughs> All right, that's one less thing to complain about. Now what's the excuse? <laughs> uh, Alicia Silverstone hasn't really done much in the world of acting in a very long time. Any 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 news about her is normally about her 11-year-old son, Bear. Right. Uh, she, uh, over the years, he's 11 now, and she admitted a bunch of stuff early on about how she rarely used diapers to uh, potty train him. She just watched him for cues. Uh, she was chewing up his food and basically feeding him like a bird at one point. He was uh, up to nine years of age, and she was still taking baths with him. And I guess at this stage, he's 11, and she still sleeps with him. Right. Yeah, she uh, she admitted this on a podcast recently and even said, like, I'm going to take some heat for this, but I don't care. Mm. I it's 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 so tough. Like, like I I I get the sense that and and if, you know if it happens once every now and then, like you're going off on a on a family vacation, you're mm. all sleeping in the same tent or bed. That that happens. Mm. Like if this is every night, like mm-hmm. this kid has got some a, a long, <laughs> a long long future of therapy likely to deal with out of it. She claims she breastfed him uh, probably longer than is typical. It's never given him a vaccination for anything. I'm not shocked by that. And doesn't give him any over-the-counter meds. And that's all, listen, that's all fine. But, yeah, I think the whole sleeping with your son when he's 11... That that's that's That'll, that's odd. Yeah, and 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 likely will end soon when you know <laughs> he finds his bits when, when well or when friends get word of what's going oh, on. Oh sure, it might he, he might already. Although you would think if he was protesting it, she would not do it. Right. So maybe he's fine with it as well. It's all yeah. he knows type of thing at this yeah. stage. Uh, funny ways celebrities have ended up in the uh, ER. Demi Lovato cut her forehead open with a healing crystal. Well, that's oh, not good. Yeah, that didn't do any kind healing. Of the opposite. Halle Berry broke her foot chasing her three-year-old daughter, who was chasing a goat. It was during an off day while she was filming a movie in Spain. Gail Godot cut her tip of her finger off while day drinking and cooking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can associate with that. Oh yeah. Her husband was so grossed out by the severed tip that he threw it in the garbage disposal. Chrissy Teigen bit into a suspicious orange and her lips swelled up due to a, an allergic reaction. Catherine Zeta-Jones was decorating her home for Christmas when an iron rod fell on her foot and broke it. Oh. Halsey was loading the dishwasher when they, uh, when they slammed, she slammed her ankle into the open door and fractured it. And Candace Cameron Bure suffered a hand injury when her brother Kurt ran over it with a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> Simon Cowell lost a tooth on some peanut brittle. Yeah, I don't, uh, I've cut myself a lot, certainly cooking, mm-hmm. but I've, I never, I don't think, I've, oh, I've never, knock on wood, I've never broken anything. Oh, really? I've dislocated a kneecap. Yeah, did that. I don't, I've never broken a bone. I mean, I, I don't do much. Right. You know, yes. to, to warrant that's, breaking that's, anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can take a serious uh, spinal injury lying on the couch, I guess uh, that's possible. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. You taken a few? Uh, a couple here and there. Just, well, one, one small one broke my toe once. Oh, that basketball that game. That hurt. And, uh, oh yeah, broke my femur. When I was skiing. Where, where's as a your kid. femur? That's uh, the, uh, the thigh bone, the biggest bone in oh. the body. Uh-huh. 
That's not the biggest bone in your body. <laughs> this is a, a perfect Christmas gift idea. Later this year, you'll be able to get action figures of your favorite superheroes customized so they look like you. Oh. Asbro partnered with a 3D printing company to make it happen, and they'll start selling them this fall. They're calling them selfie series. You just send them a selfie. They put your face on the action figure of your choice. They're doing it with a bunch of different movies and TV franchises. The ones they've announced so far, Star Wars, Ghostbusters, G.I. Joe, Power Rangers, Marvel characters, Spider-Man, Black Widow. I think I go with a good Chewbacca look. It's kind of, it's kind of my look as it is. Put my face on a Chewbacca. Okay. Buzz Lightyear would be a good one. Uh huh. That pose with your hands on your hip. Right. I'd put my face on a Buzz Lightyear. You? I used to have these big wrestling action figures. Yes. You put one on like, uh, like the junkyard dog. Yeah. Or get Mr. T from the 18. Put that, uh, put that on there. If you've got somebody in your life who's into sports, sometimes you'll see like the hockey uh, figurines or whatever. You can yeah. maybe get a, a face put on one of those. That'd be cool. Like for a while there, the remember the in thing was to have the uh, the photo of like the Leafs jerseys all hanging and right. your name on the back of one of them. Yes, that was a that was a go to Christmas gift when you couldn't <laughs> think of anything else. <laughs> Surprised you're not going with a Peter North action figure or something uh, like that. I, I already have one. <laughs> Yesterday I went for a bike ride. You did? Yeah. Where did you ride your bike? Well, I had to drop the car off. And so I, I, when I did, I decided it'd be gone for about an hour or so. Right. Uh, and I just want to sit around. So I took the bike down with me and I uh, ended up down on the waterfront trail. You can ride basically from like Bowmanville to like Ajax, Pickering and all the Rouge and everything right across. It's down by where the hider lives. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Swing by and see the kids. I took, uh, so I went 22K. And, uh, you rode a bike 22 kilometers. Yes. Pedal. Oh, well, a bike. it's my, uh, my hybrid. Oh, uh, so it's a, it's a, it's but a, I rode it, the bike. <laughs> I was on a bike for 22K. <laughs> I make no bones about it. I, you know, it's funny. I was telling someone about it last night. They're like, well, you didn't have to say it was a, a, an e-bike. They're like, no, I don't mind saying that. It's, yeah. you know, you won't, you can't tell really by, by looking at it. I'm pedaling. It's, it's lucky every dude that's had too many DUIs right. and men over 80. It's not like I was riding a horse for 22K <laughs> and I'm and taking credit for all the effort I did. I just said I rode a bike. I didn't say I went like, so you, you know, sat exercising. On you sat, I on, sat a bike. on a bike for 22K. <laughs> You could have gone up for a drive and gotten the same amount of exercise. Well, my car was in the shop, so I couldn't drive for 22K. <laughs> Instead, I rode a bike. Well, I'm, listen, I, I shouldn't mock you because I have a bike in my garage. I mean, it's a real bike. Right. But <laughs> just, How would you know? Because it doesn't move. <laughs> it doesn't go anywhere. I got the bike a couple of years ago as a birthday gift from the lovely Maria. And I, I did. at first, I was totally into it. And like all exercise, I bailed on it after like the first summer. And then I thought, well, I got to do something with it. So I went out and I bought one of those stands so you can make it stationary and that worked for about a winter and then the the bike just became a clothes rack from the laundry room and uh, now the bike's back in the garage uh, collecting cobwebs right so like every other piece of uh exercise equipment i i use it for a minute and then bail on it well good for you anyhow. yeah I can take the guy, I can take, at some point, I got to take the boys down and do that ride because it was pretty nice, actually. Yeah, it was, yeah, once got all you, nicely paved and it's yeah. relatively flat, like bridges over the marshy areas. It's, it's really nice. Once, once you get kind of past some of the the seedier spots, <laughs> right? Of, yes, of your schwa, yeah. you? <laughs> you pedal real fast. <laughs> Head down. That part I was pedaling. <laughs> like a 
<laughs> oh crap! Yeah, they can steal your mic. Uh, all right, it's eight fifty-three. Just wanted to mention this before we leave because I heard this earlier today. I just thought it was hilarious. So you know, at Christmas time on the Women's Network, you get all the Christmas movies, and they're just horrendously bad. But you know, we, we women, uh, even dudes, I'm sure anybody, you get hooked at that time of year, and you have that warm feeling for Christmas. Sentimental, but they're really horrible, bad movies, and they're all kind of on the same premise. There's always a lonely woman and a sad widowed man and a little kid, and there's a farm or a son. There's always something going on. It revolves around maybe five different uh, plots. Well, now they figured out that these movies are so damn popular at Christmas time that they now play them all year round. You get like Christmas in July. This is an actual thing, and the numbers show it does pretty well. So people are still sitting through these things in the middle of July. And tonight's got a brand new one called Christmas with a Gymnast. It looks great. Take a listen to the trailer. Hallmark's Christmas in July celebration continues with Christmas with a Gymnast. He's a tilt-a-whirl ride operator with four teeth and a precocious six-year-old son who's doing time in juvie. She's a gorgeous, retired gymnast who can't have a child of her own due to a bad dismount at the 2018 Summer Games. Oh, ouch. Will they meet and find love? Come on, pull your leotard out of your crack. It's Christmas with a gymnast. Tonight on the Hallmark Channel. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock. Bats. We've heard of them, right? They certainly caused them. Bit of a problem back in <laughs> early 2020. Right. Uh, well, they do some good. They eat enough insects to save over one billion a year in crop damage and pesticides. Wow. Yeah. It, it, you know what? It, it turns out it's a lot of the things we don't like mm-hmm. that help us out with uh, with the insects. You know, you're right. It's it's a lot of things we don't like in general that yeah. help us out. Like yeah. we don't like eating healthy. We right. don't like uh, you know. Yeah, but I just mean like, like, don't like, like exercise, snakes, spiders, yeah, other bigger bugs. Yeah, we tend to be looking for any ways to kill these things or get rid of them mm-hmm. when really they're pest control. And it's also based on cuteness, right? Right. Oh, for sure. Like, uh, you know, a mouse. Ooh, we run away. A little baby chipmunk. Love it. <laughs> There's not much difference between a mouse and a chipmunk. I don't think. I don't know much about that that world. Oh, I will say this though about the wildlife. I am once again a superhero to the animal kingdom. Uh-oh. I did it again yesterday. Are you saving them from your animal? From no. Oh. From, well, maybe. Uh he didn't he didn't get to this one. I got home yesterday and just went right out into the backyard to check a couple of things. Out of the corner of my eye, don't I see something treading water in the shallow end? So I race over and I grab the skimmer and I go and I just gently put it underneath him in the water. I scoop him up and I put him in the garden. And I always think in his little animal head, and I don't know what he was. He was so tiny and soaked. Um, I just think, does in his little brain, he's like... A second ago, I was drowning, and then, yes. like, the hands of God lifted yes. me out of the water and yeah. set me gently down. I don't think so. And I wonder this, and too. It's not the hands. It's the, the skimmer of God. The skimmer of God. <laughs> like, it would be like, really, and I've said this, I've used this before, it would be like if you were drowning in the ocean, and all of a sudden, something just lifted you up and dropped you on the beach. Right. That's what I am. Right. God to the animals. Well, except for the fact that, you know, he was probably in his ancestors' 
on that land and you came and dug a hole and put water and chemicals in it for your own enjoyment. I didn't dig the hole. <laughs> hole was there when I got there. And I And now you've saved him. I did. I saved him. I sent him back to his family. I don't know if he was a father or a son, but I'm sure somebody was worried about him. <laughs> and I sat and I waited at my sliding door for the animal kingdom to come to my feet and thank me. Sure. Nothing. No. Anyhow, I felt good about that. Plus, I didn't want to scoop him out of my skimmer. <laughs> I mean, the little guy was really swimming to save himself. So there I am. I should. I should I'm. I'm like the. Uh, I'm the animal whisperer. I should. Uh, I should get a van. Right. That down the side. Well, while you're still being the hands of God, maybe build him an ark next time, and right. you can just get on that. <laughs> <laughs> Won't have to worry about it. If I get that van, I can have some woman come help me move a couch. <laughs> the first person to show their belly button on TV. Share in 1975. Oh, okay. Yeah. How many um, serial killers do you think are men? Uh, the percentage. The vast majority. 95, 99. I thought, I thought 98, 99, but it's 92.3, which is still high. That's right. a big, but it seems to me, like, and I watch all these, uh, these documentaries. There's a lot of serial killer documentaries. Of, I mean, there's been a few women, uh-huh. but the numbers just, and it's always white dudes. It's always white dudes with three names. Generally. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly, of all the serial killers I've seen, I don't think I have ever seen uh, one on a black man. Uh, well, there have been. Just uh, just not. Because yeah, I oh, remember there was the, those Cleveland shooters, that father and son. They would hide in the back of the uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Their, their car. Um, there was the guy in Atlanta in the 80s. Right, he yeah. So, he was killing all those children. Yeah, there, there's certainly, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not a, a race thing by any means. Uh, but, but, you know, I think the vast majority have been white what? men. Yeah, yeah. We're a mess. White men with three names. Uh, giraffes and humans have the same number of vertebrae in their necks, seven. The only difference is that each vertebrae in a giraffe is about 10 inches long. Wow. That's yeah, a big vertebrae. Um... Right. Well, I wonder if giraffes like get like stiff, like stiff necks. You know, they, could they use a chiropractor? What's that old joke? What's worse than a giraffe with a sore neck? A centipede with sore feet. <laughs> it's a classic from when I was sure. a kid. Uh, oh, speaking of kids, uh, if you've got them around you, uh, duct tape the rears for a second here. There's no, there's no. I'll give you a second. Look, go, look, go look for the duct tape. We'll Earmuffs. Yeah, Earmuffs. That's right. There's no chemical. There is no chemical you can put in a pool that makes the water change color if someone pees. That's really? just a myth. Oh, man. Yeah. I've been holding it in. <laughs> Especially at your house. That'd be great. The Three pints you give me in the pool. There's no bathroom back there. I showed you where the bathroom is. It's in the gravel. Right. Come home. I'm dying. <laughs> Um, this is good to know, Lucky. You don't have to have sex to catch crabs. <laughs> you just have to be in uh, close contact with someone. So if you shared a bed with somebody and they had the crabs, they can hop on you. Oh, man, yeah. I'm going to a hotel soon. I don't want to know that with the sheets and stuff like that. Ah, <laughs> uh, the sheets will be clean. You just right. want to hope Adrian doesn't have crabs. <laughs> Bring yeah, that up. Over. I hope that, too. <laughs> hey, sweetie, just a quick check. <laughs> uh, the, uh, there's a company... That was originally going to be called Cargo House. And just literally moments before they uh, went into business and opened up, they decided to change the name. And the co-founder is very happy. He claims that would have been a terrible, terrible, uh, terrible mistake. Cargo House? Like, Cargo like maybe House. like a, a, a Pure Later, FedEx, something like that? No, not at all. Uh, it was um, a coffee shop. And it became Starbucks. 
Wow. Yeah. I don't know why Cargo House. It's funny because my first thought is Cargo House makes no sense. But then again, Starbucks doesn't really make no, sense either. It doesn't. No. The 1900 Summer Olympics in Paris. I remember it like yesterday. <laughs> The 1900 Summer Olympics in Paris featured a long jump competition on horses. Oh. Poor horses. Well, that would make it easier for the jump, you would think. I guess. Belgium won. All right. I think they cheated. Um, oh, poor Vincent Price. Remember Vincent Price? He was like a, an actor in the probably the 50s, 60s, early 70s, in that kind of couple of decades there. Was very popular in horror movies. That okay. was his big thing. And so he agreed to do the voice work for Michael Jackson's Thriller. Oh, all right. That guy? Yeah. But he was given a choice when he took the gig. He could take a percentage of the album proceeds or be paid a flat fee of 20 grand. Oh, no. He took the 20 grand. Wow. I mean, 20 grand at the time. Early 80s, whatever yeah. that was. Yeah, one check, one yeah. voiceover. Yeah. I mean, we'd probably jump at that. But what, even if they offered him... One percent yeah. of album sales, like it was the highest grossing album of all time, right? I don't know if it still holds that record, it's but I think to, it's, it's up still there. in top ten. I think so. Yeah. Even one percent, right, would have been a touch more <laughs> than twenty G's. Rock mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky, ninety four nine, The Rock.